Yes, yes, boys and girls. I'm back. Nathan Hamer, back with the Hamer Time podcast. And I'm with my boy, Jay to the P. Hello. Introduce yourself, boy. <laughs> yes, boys, we are back again. I am the regular guest on the show. And the host. Well, the hostess with the mostest. <laughs> I know host. I'm gonna. I, I host you though, innit? I Thanks for having me back. <laughs> <laughs> I host you in my house. Yeah, outhouse, bro. Yeah. Thanks for having me back again, then, man. It's for nice. my show, innit? You impressed me with your first three episodes. So Thanks I, for playing me in as well. For the first time, we can hear. We can hear the intro music. Yeah, for the first time ever, it's been possible to hear the intro music before. It's hard not to. It's hard not to sing it. Yeah, if you know the lyrics, sing along next time. Yeah, it? it's some Christian rock tune and straight in with the Jesus lyrics. And it's, <laughs> <Yeah>. so, <laughs> it's so hard not to just get into it yeah. and start throwing down. Are you, are you Christian rock lovers? This one's for you, isn't it? Yeah, man. We've had a fucking busy week this week, haven't we? Yeah, it's been a massive week. I've already been here this week. You have? Had, the, a, night, had a night here. Yeah. Sick, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Got together and watched the Tyson Fury fight, didn't we? Yeah, five and me, you and Me, you and L to the B. Yeah. So you recorded your podcast on Saturday, didn't you? Yeah. And then I came round, you woke me up at about four o'clock. Because <laughs> you fell asleep, man. <laughs> nah, I had like 10 minutes in it. I just closed my eyes. I stayed up so late. I stayed up till like four o'clock and I was thinking, I was just waiting for Mrs. to go to sleep, innit? And then I was going to just say, all right, now that you've got to sleep, I'll go, I'm going to go to Jordan's watch the fight. And then, yeah, just did a long blink in it. And then 10 minutes yeah. later, I got a phone call of you and Louis saying, are you coming or what? You've yeah. been waiting for me for hours, haven't you? Yeah, time. And it was sick. It was good. Tyson Fury, Fury done it. Yeah, he done it, didn't he? It was yeah. a big fight. He's the king, isn't he? Yeah, the gypsy king is back. I promised <laughs> you a song tonight, didn't I? <laughs> is he? Eh? Yeah, he flexed, didn't he? It was such a good fight. I he's, think we all expected it, didn't we? He smashed it. I think he's always smashed it in the first fight. And like he said, he was on 50% and then he'd only just come back, hadn't he? Yeah. So to fight Tyson Fury at full... How long has he back, been back now since his um, like meltdown and stuff? Not, I shouldn't really call it a meltdown, innit? But well, stepping away from the scene. Well, three years ago, he was 25 stone or something. Yeah. And that was when he was calling out Wilder in the first place, wasn't it? Yeah. Calling yeah. him a big dosser. Yeah, a big dosser. It's a big dosser on Saturday as well, wasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He flopped out a few times. Yeah, he did. From from the off, he was fighting a losing battle, wasn't he? He, he was having a bad time. He had jelly legs bare. It's, I think it's like, I'm glad that it's been received as well as it has in like the boxing world and then just in the sporting world anyway, because he's not to be, Wilder's not to be fucked with, is he? No. For, how many knockouts? 40 knockouts in 41 fights. And he's had 42 fights in total. Uh, well, hold yeah, on. I've it got it written down here somewhere. 42 fights and one loss now, isn't it? Yeah, and one draw. 42 wins, one draw, one loss. 41 knockouts. <clears throat> See, that's, in, that's insane. Who's done that before? Nobody's ever done anything like that before. That's insane. It's incredible. So he's not, it's not even like, it's not even like he's just a false champion. You know, like when we were saying, weren't we, the other night when Charles Martin fought Joshua. And he oh, was supposed to be like yeah. the king. He had the belts at the time and then came to to the ring wearing a crown. Yeah, yeah. And then it was all nothing, wasn't it? And then yeah. I think people, it's easy to un, like undersell what Wilder's done because we've not seen a lot of it. We've only seen his last 10 fights over here, really, haven't we? Yeah. I mean, people that, like us that don't tune in every week. Yeah, yeah. But he has fights left, right and centre 
and he puts them down. People that have not necessarily been easy for Anthony Joshua to fight or other fighters to fight. And he just makes light work of everybody. 41 knockouts. And then, and then saying that gives, gives more credit really to Fury. Because cause of that fight on, on Saturday, just you could, it was just a different class completely. It was unbelievable to watch. It, I don't, you just outboxed him completely. Yeah. He and never then, looked in danger, did he? No, I've seen a thing. I'd seen an interview with him after the match and he had like, Fury had a big bruise on his head where Wilder hit him. Yeah. And then he, he was even saying to the, the BBC guy, he was like, he said, oh, he got me with the, with the right hook and he, yeah. said, and he said it hurt. <clears throat> early. He, yeah. It must have been early, wasn't yeah, it? it was, it was. He said it was in like the second round. And then... I saw his dad was on Good Morning Britain. It's weird, his dad talks exactly like him. It's creepy. Yeah. Um, his dad was on Good Morning Britain, and he said that they've been watching Wilder fight, and they've been seeing that in all of Wilder's fights, he's always on the front foot. No one takes it <clears throat> to him. Yeah, nobody makes, they, him, when makes you, him step back. Yeah, when you get in the ring, everyone's kind of on the defensive straight away. Yeah. Whereas Fury, when he got into the ring, it immediately put Wilder on the back foot. And it, I think it was it was foreign ground for him, innit? So he didn't know. Yeah. He just couldn't handle it. I rewatched a bit, uh, well, a lot of the highlights and the first two, because you don't remember it, do you? Afterwards, you're like, don't remember. You need to watch it again, innit? It's yeah. always like with boxing, innit? Yeah. Plus, late at night as well, five o'clock in the morning, you're fucking delirious off yeah. no sleep. And an elite of deep into vodka. Yeah, well, <laughs> not me, obviously, but you was. You and Lewis <laughs> You and Lewis are gone. Yeah. Gone is. Um, yeah, and you have to watch it back, don't you? And and when I was, I was, I was surprised in the first couple of rounds, it was quite even, and I didn't remember that at the time. I thought it was all one-sided, yeah, but the first same. couple of rounds, thinking back, it could have it could have swung either way, depending yeah. on how Wilder would have bounced back from, you know, being on the back foot. But man, it was a hell of a fight. And then, um, so he went down in round three. Yeah, <clears throat> that was the first knockdown. And then round four was the slip because I think by round four his eardrum would burst, hadn't it? Yeah, yeah. So he's like, he was his, his equilibrium was all over the place, and he was just sort of. Must be hard, mustn't it? Yeah. Get a few, few blows to the head and trying to, you know, dizziness sets in and you're just trying to stay on your feet. You can see it in his face. Yeah, he looked a bit shocked as well, didn't he? He looked, he looked, he looked scared. I wonder whether... Do you know what I said to you on the night as well? Um, no matter what size you are as a fighter or even, like, as a person, your head is not carrying muscle, like, or, you know, fat around no. it, like... Your head is only your head, no matter how what size of a yeah, person yeah. you are. You've only got skin and fucking bone around your brain, isn't it? So if you're getting punched in the head by a heavyweight, it's not the same as being punched in the head by somebody, you know, cruiserweight or whatever. Yeah, no, so, not a chance. So your brain is basically going to get shagged if you get punched in the head. Yeah, it's getting rattled, isn't it? So maybe, you know, he was just shocked by the force of Fury's jabs because when... um when you're watching it, it doesn't seem like an awful lot of damage, but I can't imagine being punched in the head is going to be, you're going Especially to be able to receive it very well, well at all. You know what I mean? Like, I, on that thing with his dad on this morning, <clears throat> yeah. oh, good morning, Britain, which one it was, he, um, he was saying that because Fury came <clears throat> in three stone heavier. Yeah. Is it three stone? Yeah. Three stone heavier than three the first Three stone fight. heavier. And uh, he got asked if that was a tactical decision. He said, yeah, he said, because the heavier Fury is, the stronger his punches are, and that's just how it's always been for him. He says, oh, he's better when he's heavier. He said he felt he felt underweight for the first fight, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. 
Which is mad because even in the first fight, he still looked skinny fat. This is what I said to you, isn't it? Well, he uh, seems like. Do you know? Do you know what I mean by skinny fat? A person that like, yeah, even he's so tall, but he looks like he's carrying fat that he doesn't necessarily need, and he would look. He would look in proportion if he lost that little bit of extra fat. Yeah, well, I've seen this, and I've seen, um, again, his dad, and good mind, very much everyone else. Uh, his dad was saying that Fury spent time just trying to look right. Do you know what I mean? Like trying to, try, trying to, yeah, yeah, trying to get an athletic body, trying to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know what I mean? Trying to get that like ripped look. Yeah. And his dad said to me, he said, look, he said, you ain't ever going to get that body. He was like, just stick to what you're good at fighting. Yeah. And and come off and then obviously yeah stuck to that what is it with the like traveller community do, do they just fight a lot do you think because a lot of them are like yeah a lot of them are fighting. when it comes to fighting they? like fucking up there stereotypical kind of thing that isn't it fighting like we, we, with travellers because you get it, you see it on films isn't it on Snatch yeah and is it Brad Pitt he's a traveller and he, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. he's he's a fighter isn't he is it on Snatch or Fight Club nah Snatch is it yeah yeah it's in both isn't he mm-hmm hmm I don't think I've seen Snatch. I've definitely seen Fight Club. This is what we're saying about yeah. the film list, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, we're, we're, we're bad we with films, do our, isn't it? Well, yeah. I mean, I'm never going to get as confused as you were about... <laughs> Shanghai Nights. <laughs> Game Brokeback Mountain mixed up with Shawshank Redemption. Oh, yeah, that was it, wasn't it? And we had Shanghai Nights and that said Jackie Chan's in it. <laughs> I've Jackie never, seen, Shanghai I've never seen Shanghai Nights. Here's a search it, isn't it? I'm going to give it right now. Because... I'm sure. Yeah, so bro, I made a note about um I made a note about what's been floating around in the news since the fight is that blood lick in it. When we saw Tyson Fury um stick his tongue out and roll. <laughs> yeah, he did have the a shoot. little lick of the blood. Yeah, crazy it's, that, isn't it? It's it's crazy and that's what you want to see in a fighter like an absolute nutter but like dirty in it. It's not yeah, it's not um it's not advisable, is it? Nah. You can definitely get something from doing that, can't you? Yeah, definitely. I'm not saying that he's got something, but... I'm not saying Wilder's rigged, but... <laughs> but I won't be taking the risk, You wouldn't it? be, would you? Nah, but... He was covered in blood anyway. Probably got some in his mouth anyway, but to lick him yeah. is a bit fucking... It, it, it is mad. It's, it's crazy. It's good to see. It's good to see. And it's crazy how, like... Fury's confidence still in that fight, like, from the start. He still... He takes the piss, doesn't he? Yeah. Like, yeah, Wilder never looked confident, did he? He loves to showboat, doesn't he? He loves to like. He knows you know how he? good he is. That's why. Yeah, you know he, he knows his ability, doesn't he? He's, I mean, he came back from the dead. Like in that first Wilder fight, that, he died. He undertaked it, didn't he? Yeah, he, he was the on the floor. His eyes were rolling into the back of his head. out on the floor. Yeah, yeah, he, he was starfish, wasn't he? And he just sat upright. He's a monster of a fighter, and he fought the perfect fight on Saturday night. It was a sick night for us as well because we was. Um, I came round, we you you guys were having a few drinks in it and then yeah. we watched the fight on Lewis's phone. <laughs> yeah, because IPTV didn't work. Yeah, couldn't get it working. So watched the fight. It was an absolute beast of a fight. We was all buzzing then, weren't we? Because I said that I weren't really too bothered about who won. Yeah. It's not that like I dislike either one of them. I just think I had a lot of respect for Wilder because I've seen a lot of his knockouts and... I just thought, I don't know. It's funny because the British, we with us being such a small island in comparison to America, we proper get behind our fighters. So when they go abroad, they get they get the love. Whereas Wilder was fighting in the states, he's already fought fight, fought fights in the states, 
and he's from a certain state. Yeah. So it's not like his hometown and his home state are going to go and follow him everywhere. He's asking for the support of a country of so many more people than yeah. than over here. Which and is probably why it's easier for us to get behind our fighters over here because... There's more of a sense of community, isn't there? Yeah. Like a national pride. Yeah, yeah. We're all and kind of a bit now, more togetherness, isn't it? Yeah, and now we've got now we've got all the belts, isn't it? Heavyweight belts. Yeah. Wilder's holding two, and Joshua's holding four. Fury's holding. Uh, Wait, Fury's holding two, and Joshua's holding four. Is that how many belts he got off Wilder? Then Fury. How many, how many belts he got off Wilder? Yeah. Yeah, two. two. Yeah, yeah. And then Joshua's got the others. I'm sure Joshua's got four. Yeah, because it's a unification fight, isn't it? Whoever win, if they two fight each other, yeah, it's a unification fight. So you'd be the unified, undisputed heavyweight world champion if you won, wouldn't it? Yeah. That's Is that what you want to see next? Yeah. <clears throat> That's what um, everybody wants to see, isn't it? And I've seen that Wilder's been advised not, because it's Wilder's option to take the uh, the third fight. Yeah. It's, uh, he's been advised not to. Why? Because of that fight. On Saturday. Oh, just like from a career point of view, like it's not a good move. Yeah, or medical. The, yeah, right. no, no. Career point. They're pretty much saying if you do this fight, you'll lose. Wow. Because they just don't have confidence in him after that. I think a good fight for him next would be Dillian White. Who, Fury? Um, Wilder. Wilder, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and then Fury to move on to Joshua. But I think both of them will probably have a fight in between. Uh, yeah, I think... Joshua and I'd love to see it in 2020 but I imagine that's going to be the fights are so far away aren't they yeah. I reckon it'll be a 2021 fight that but that's so far away yeah isn't it shit well it was sick night anyway do you know what um, I'm going to drop my first clanger of the evening already yes hit me I have no format but I only have one clanger bro and the clanger goes to you. <laughs> <laughs> Is it me falling asleep? <laughs> <laughs> she falling asleep. Was in the middle of a match playing FIFA after the fight, bro. Yeah. And I was on the same team. Me, you and Lewis all playing some guy online on the same team. And I passed to you and you was a goalkeeper and he just ran off the pitch. <laughs> and I looked at Lewis thinking, was that Lewis? And Lewis was wide awake as confused as I was. <laughs> and I looked at you and you had your head down, yeah. controller in your hand asleep, not for the first time as well. Nah. You're making a habit of this now. Yeah, twice, you've done it before as well. So. Have I? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just got happen. bored and logged out innit? yeah just <laughs> windows 10 shut down <laughs> and then the best thing about it bro is you woke, up. <laughs> you woke up and was like have we got any more vodka Lewis and Lewis was like no it's out because he mentioned this earlier he told you that there's no vodka left yeah, and he I was remember. like we must have more <laughs> he was like nah there's none left and you was like oh we've got some beer then he was like we've only got cause it's half seven though now he was like, yeah, it's too late. Yeah. And then you just looked at the computer screen and was like, slam me another beer then, innit? <laughs> <laughs> you had people here telling you no, that was enough for you. <laughs> yeah. You had your friends, your closest friends here. Yeah, everyone here. A little room. Alcoholics Anonymous group. Like, Jordan, you need to stop now. He was like, yeah, I know, I need to stop. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, where's that beer? Where's that next one, please? I still finished it. <laughs> I did try to cycle off, didn't I? Yeah, did you finish yeah. it? Oh, bro. Do you know what we both did at the weekend as well? <clears throat> it's probably going to be the title of this episode because I think we've got a lot to talk about. We watched Uncut Gems, didn't we? Yeah. That's... Like we said we was going to on the yeah, last pod. Yeah, First time I've actually done homework, isn't it? Yeah. And watched Uncut Gems. I will go first, bro. Yeah. It got 92% on Rotten Tomatoes. Did it? Yeah, it's a good review that. That is good, yeah. 
And, um, well, for anybody that doesn't know, Uncut Gems is a new Netflix show, a new Netflix film. Can be my Netflix segment today, isn't it? Yeah. Um, starring Adam Sandler. And it's a film about a um, a guy that owns like a, a jewellery store. A jewelry, yeah. And he's got a bad gambling addiction. So he's always got money coming in and out of his jewellery store because he's selling big things, isn't it? Yeah. And... Um, yeah, he's, he's got clever, a gamble. He's clever, yeah, the way he he's does a clever it. guy. He's a Jewish guy. It's in set in New York, isn't it? Um, he's got a lot of money floating about in different places, but he owes money out to yeah. loan sharks everywhere because he's got a gambling problem. Um, and he's watched the documentary not too long ago, a couple of years ago, hasn't he? About um, Ethiopians that are mining and they found a black opal. Yeah, yeah, like a gemstone. Um, and it's supposed to be like one of the purest, rarest gems that they've ever found and stuff. And some people believe it's got like spiritual healing and yeah, different powers um, and yeah, different powers to the person that possesses it. Yeah, just some like random, random sayings that people are just believing and stuff. And he pays a lot of money to get it delivered, doesn't he? Is he pays like hundred um, k or something to get it delivered? He, he, he pay, pays he a lot. Pay, of money. He pays a lot of money, but he doesn't actually. <laughs> He never, he never, says, never actually says it because he obviously it's not wise for him to say how much he bought it for. He nearly says, no, I think he does because he says to Kevin Garnett's in it. Yeah, yeah. He's in the film, a basketballer, and he's playing himself, isn't he? And he asks, I think, after he after he buys it. Yeah, but I'm sure. Alert. Yeah, but I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure he's like, he doesn't want to tell him. He keeps Does saying, he nah, nah. Don't want to so, say So, um. We'll just. I want to run through the whole film, bro. So I'm not holding back. Spoilers. Spoilers ahead. You, if you want to see full Uncle, spoiler. Yeah, because we need to, bro. I'm not gonna dance around films now. I just issue the spoiler alert and then let's go. Okay then. So, <clears throat> yeah. So the guy brings this black op- opal into his life, and he believes he's gonna sell it for pretty much like ten times what he paid for it at least at an auction. He's already set it up to go to auction. He gets it delivered. And at the time he gets it delivered, Kevin Garnett, the basketballer, is in his store. So he's like trying to wow him a little bit, isn't he? And he says, come and have a look at this gem that I've just fucking bought. It's going to be mad. He shows him and Kevin Garnett falls in love with it. Yeah, he and it. he tells him that it's got powers and stuff, you know, like a lot of people believe it's it can make you invincible or whatever. And Kevin Garnett falls in love with it and he's like, I need this for my next game. Let me buy it. And he's like, no, it's not for sale. And he's like, well... Let me rent it then for the next game. Let me just hold on to it and I'll bring it back tomorrow. So he lets him keep a hold of it, doesn't he? And then... Um, he swaps his ring for it, doesn't he? Yeah, he swaps his um, NBA champions ring, doesn't he? Yeah. So it turns into a bit of a mad story. Um, because this guy's got such a gambling addiction, he's gambling money away that he hasn't got. He's, 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 he's like paying debt with debt. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he's jumping from like, from, so he'll be in debt with someone and to get that money back, he'll be gambling somebody else's money, someone else's money. And then when that, per- when he gets the money to give that person it back, rather than giving it back, he'll just gamble it again, won't he? Yeah. Just in that, he's in a cycle of just gambling his old money, in it. So like, I think the film's two hours long, isn't it? And like an hour of the film is probably spent with him trying to track down Kevin Garnett to get this yeah. opal back because he just can't get it back off him. Yeah. Not for him being a dickhead or anything, but just because they can't seem to be in the same place at the same time to get it to, to, for him to receive the opal back. And he is swerving him a bit, isn't he? Like, yeah, because he wants to keep hold of it. Yeah. 
So anyway, he manages to get it back in the end. Well, I say in the end, in the middle of the film, he manages to get it back. And he manages to take it to the auction house that he planned to take it to all along. And then um, when he takes it to the auction house, he tries to get one of his relatives to drive up the price, which fails, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, so he needs to sell the gem short of what it's valued at. He values it at like a million dollars. He thinks it's a million, but... It and it sells at like just over 100 or something, 100 grand. Yeah, it's like 100 and... 120. 190 it is. Because <clears throat> his, his family member, the guy, he buys it for 190. Oh, right, yeah. So he, his, his family members, his family member that he's using to drive up the price is forced to, 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 to buy it for him. And KG was bidding on it at the time in the auction house. So afterwards he comes out and he, he speaks to KG and he says, you need to buy it. Look, I fucked up. I shouldn't have done that in the auction house. Will you just please buy it? So he says, I'll swerve around later and see if I can buy it off you. And um, so Kevin Garnett turns up at his jewelry store and he's like, brokers a deal with him, doesn't he? He says, yeah, I'll, I'll sell it to you. Yeah. <clears throat> Sells it to him. So he thinks, right, I'm going to be, Kevin Garnett knows I've just got this opal. I'm getting off to the basketball game after this. I'm going to play sick again because I've got this opal. It gives him magic powers. Earlier in the film, when he's got the opal, takes it to the match and he's he absolutely smashes it, doesn't he? So yeah, he's like, yeah. I've smashed it now. I'm going to take it everywhere I go. So Adam Sandler's character, I think he's called Howard, isn't he? Howard, yeah, yeah. He's like, all the money that he's just made off that opal that he now owes to the auction house, he's like, I'm going to bet it all on you. Doesn't he? Yeah. I think he does that mean he owes it to the auction house? No, he owes his uncle or whoever it was. Oh, yeah, he owes his uncle. Yeah, because he owes his uncle the money, doesn't he? Yeah. So, <clears throat> yeah, he's showing Kevin, isn't he? He's showing KG the, the what the odds are saying. And, that he's yeah. like, and the odds are murking him, aren't they? So he's like, so Howard, Adam Sanders' character is saying to KG, like, like, he's like, look at you. They don't believe in you. They, like, they don't believe in you. Yeah. He's hyping him, isn't he? Yeah. And Kevin Garnett's like getting a little bit hyped and he's like, you can see Adam Sandler's character persuading himself, I need to invest this money on this bet. Mm. I need to do it. I need to do it. And he just becomes out of control again. His gambling takes all over him, slams all the money on, on Kevin Garnett. Yeah. So anyway, he gets off Kevin Garnett, Garnet, Garnish. <laughs> he goes to the, to the game and whilst he's at the game, the debt collectors show up, the loan sharks show up to the jewelry store and they confront Adam Sandler's character. He locks him in the trap at the front of the store, doesn't he? Yeah. He doesn't let him in all the way into the store. He locks him in the trap, which is there to trap, um, like, burglars and stuff, like robberies. So they, but they can still see inside, isn't it? They it's can, all, like, yeah, it's all glass. a windowed box, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And, then, um, and then he forces them to watch the game because he, he's like, he I've, just he, bought, yeah, I've just bought, I've just bet all yeah. this money on this game. You should watch it with me. But he's he absolutely in a like he's in, he's in a rush, isn't he? He's just absolutely buzzing watching the game, and he's just and, so and he, hyped saying, because he loves gambling. About, isn't it? Yeah, and um, yeah, in the end, he wins the money because KG plays out of his mind, and then he lets him in the store. Final spoiler alert: he lets him in to celebrate with him because he's just won ten times what he put on the bet, and then he just gets shot. Straight away, in the one head. of the one of the loan sharks that goes a bit rogue shoots him in the head, dead. Turns around, shoots his cousin who lent um, his brother-in-law that lent him the money. Yeah, shoots him dead. 
and then starts robbing the store. They just rob the shop, don't they? And that's the end. And you see his wife go and pick the cash up and stuff like that. His missus go and pick the cash up. It's crazy though, isn't it? <clears throat> like, it was, it's, it's such a trip. That he wins, isn't it? At the end, so you're like buzzing for him. Yeah. Even though like he's, he's in this mess, you're buzzing for him. And then when he gets shot, I was like, what? And the, but the thing is, before that, like halfway through the film, if I ever knew the beginning actually, when he's, when he's like still chasing his debts and stuff, they're still after him, he, he gets a bit of money back. Yep. And it's the first time you see him going gambling with all that money, and he puts on the money, yeah. And he, then he thinks he's won, yeah. He, he, he should have won a million then, yeah. So he's very good at gambling, yeah. It's just he can't stop. Well, it's like because he. I've been reading he, up he, a lot on it, and I've been thinking it, like he could have won the million at first and then paid off all his debts. Yeah, but it's not about paying off his debts. The film isn't about the outcome. The film is about. The trip that gets him there, he's he's not addicted to winning because every time he wins in the film, no, every time something goes like right, him. he doesn't buzz off the outcome. Like he doesn't buzz for that long when he gets the jewel when it finally gets delivered. He buzzes for a little while because he's got that little win because it's finally come. And then when he wins early in the film, he doesn't buzz completely off winning. He tells people because he knows that the storyline that he's pieced together all these bets have come through. So he's not. It's not that he's addicted to the outcome because if he was, the outcome would pay off all of his debts every time. Yeah. He's addicted to the to the storyline, yeah, the narrative. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's addicted to that lifestyle of placing bets. And one of the reasons why you can tell that like that's what he's addicted to is because he doesn't place bets on teams to win or players to be the MVP. He places bets on this to happen in this this minute, this to happen overall. This like So he bets on... KG to get nine rebounds in the game. Yeah. KG to get 30 plus points. The Celtics to win by this many points. So he likes, he's addicted to the narrative because he likes to try and predict what's going to happen over the course of a game because he, he loves basketball as well. But the film isn't a basket, about basketball. It's about gambling and recklessness. But the whole film is like... The whole film is a is a wider version of the bets that he's placing because it shows you the full storyline of his life is basically a bet because every action that he takes is a place of is is a place in a long bet that he's so there are probably like three or four different scenes in the film or th- like a couple of bets that he's placed that last half an hour to an hour. And then it shows you like in five or 10 minute segments, all the stages that lead up to him winning that bet. Yeah. And then that's why when he loses a bet or when he loses, say for example, he thinks his missus has cheated on him. He's not that torn up by it because he doesn't care about the outcome of the actions. He cares about the chances that he's taking. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So like, do you know when his missus, when he thought his missus had cheated on him, Yeah. they leave the club together and he's like, no, fuck off, leave me alone, go away. And she's like, no, let's just talk about it. He's like, fuck off, I've made my decision now, this is the outcome, just fuck off and leave me alone. And it's not because of anything to do with his, like, I don't think it's anything to do with his relationship and the fact that he doesn't care about her. It's just because he's quick to settle, like, quick to get over the outcomes because he knows that the outcome doesn't matter to him. Yeah, he, It's about he the recklessness about that it, leads so yeah, to that. Yeah. He's addicted to the gambling side. Yeah, like, he's, 
it's the whole risk of it and, and like you said it's the journey of being in the gamble yeah and then I suppose, I suppose the main thing like the whole film is him gambling with his life isn't it really? yeah building a house of cards and yeah. then and then seeing whether hoping that it doesn't all fall down but if it does it's, it's he quite... picks up the pieces and then just starts another bet and tries to build because his whole life is built on falseness with the hope that one day it won't be it will, it will become real but he never allows it to become real no, because no. when it does and he wins he bets it all again so he's clearly addicted to he doesn't care whether he wins or loses he's yeah. just he's just like he needs that that ride uh, do you know do you know go on sorry bro I'm just thinking then like it's crazy the more you say it now the more, the more I think about it now it's crazy that like how the end of the film like he wins a bet innit he wins the bet that could settle him like and he wins it at the end of the film yeah but then he he wins the bet but he loses his life his life like the long bet you know what I mean yeah he gambled with his life and lost although at the end of it he does he did win so he, it's won, like, he won but lost didn't like you know what I mean well it's like people always say about gambling the main saying to do with gambling like if you if you're gambling every day placing bets every day and then you win you place a football accumulator on you win 70 quid the first thing somebody will say to you is you're bets will outweigh your like you your losses will outweigh your wins so yeah, just because so you've won 70 quid now you've actually lost 120 quid over yeah, the yeah. space of a year and like like in the long run you always lose that's how the house wins and that's what happened to him in life like he in the long run he lost because he was like focusing on them wins over and over again he wanted the high of the win every time but he also enjoys the pain and the suffering and the humiliation of losing like the, one of the losses that I forgot about in the film is when the loan sharks come and confront him when he's at his daughter's um, recital or whatever oh, it yeah. is, the play that she's in at school or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they come and confront him and the situation ends with him being locked in a car naked and he has to ring his wife to come and let him out of the car. And I thought it was going to turn into a fight, but his wife knows him well enough to know that he's not bothered. He's not bothered about getting into a fight about it or the humiliation of being fucking naked in the car is just like thank you I'm going to put my clothes on now and she he, just he walks off because she knows him well enough to know that he's not bothered about being about losing or being humiliated because he wasn't he wasn't bothered about what <laughs> like whether he what the outcome of that situation was anyway because he's just in it for the ride yeah he's just addicted isn't he he's just obsessed isn't he it's like it's it's crazy. It's weird because I don't think a film's ever portrayed something as good as that. Like in that film, Adam Sandler smashed it. Yeah, he did. He was so good in it. Like it's for people that haven't seen it. You've pretty much seen it by hearing this. this. But you need to watch it anyway, just because you need to. It's, you need to it's see nothing him in a like I've role. seen Adam Sandler in before. Yeah, it's a proper serious role in it, but he plays it so well. Yeah, you need to see him in a different light. I think you don't realize how. Um, layered a person can be like an actor can be because every every actor is or actress is just refined to like the films that they're always in there's so many actors and actresses like that that just never get to explore different avenues yeah because they're just stuck in there apparently these guys the um, they're called the Safdie brothers that wrote the film they approached him 10 years ago to do the film yeah they they wrote it for him the the character is based on Adam Sandler isn't it yeah and he was just getting up to other stuff and then, um, yeah, I saw in an interview, he said somebody said, you know, the Safdie brothers want to meet with you. And he was like, who who are them? Like, <laughs> he didn't even remember the script from the first place. And then when he read it, he was like, this is exactly what I need. 
I need to like because I think the last film he did was uh, Murder Mystery on Netflix as well never seen that have you not with Jennifer Aniston yeah never seen it and they play out like a real life murder mystery like they're a couple that are addicted to well not addicted but they're really good at like murder mystery games yeah and then they're live in one they're on a boat and there's a murder mystery and they have to figure out who did it it's a good film yeah it's good Sick film. Is, is it? Is that Adam Sandler back in his cheesy way though? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he still gets his jokes in. Yeah, I know. That's does that once every film, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so check it. I read. I read a bit about the Safety directors as well because they're still quite young. They're like thirty odd years old, thirty four or thirty five or something. <clears throat> and apparently, I read this article that said that the whole film because it was written so long ago they were trying to establish themselves and you know writing and directing a certain type of film yeah but the films they've done since then are like have the same characteristics of this film in terms of like recklessness and showing life as like a like a roller coaster but people are destructive to themselves and yeah, stuff yeah and it's like an epitome of what they are as people because they're so chaotic to work with. Apparently oh, really? they Yeah, apparently they when they're working they have a lot of like last minute script changes or last minute shots that they want to get in. And they have um <clears throat> on a few films that they've done, they'll film at a location that they haven't got a permit to film at. Last minute they'll be like, Right, everybody get get to this point. We're gonna have to get to this location That's now, we wanna do it here. So they've researched it and not told anybody. Yeah. And then they're like, We need to go here. So their quite, advisors are like, you haven't got a permit, and they're like, we need to do it. So they're quite reckless in themselves then. Yeah. Like, like and, and it's showing through the films. Yeah, it's like based on, well, not based on themselves, but, you know, it's like something they've researched, spent a lot of time in, like, it's like a district in New York, you know, like where they have jeweler shops and stuff. Yeah, yeah. They spent a lot of time around there, but they had the idea that the whole film would be based on, like, the chaos of disrupting your own life and tearing it to shreds and just being addicted. Because a lot of people... A lot of people say that some people are addicted to the chaos and yeah, just they, they, constantly they, they, surround yeah, themselves they like by that people. side of it, innit? Yeah. I think um, it was a layered film. There's so much to take from it, but I think it was one of those films where you don't realise until after you've finished it how crazy it was. It's one of those films where after you've finished it, you're going to want to go on YouTube and Google explaining it. Yeah. Like... Um, was it Us? Us, yeah, yeah. The Jordan Peele film. Yeah, yeah. I spent hours Same, and after get, the film. Get Out as well. And Get Out. You're like, what's all the hidden meanings to yeah, this? Yeah, because cause he, he's clever and he knows what he's doing. He's got a new series coming out. Has uh, has he? I think yeah. I might have seen it advertised. What is it? Um. Oh my God. It's, it's not, not a police uh, one, is it, or something? No, 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 no. It's, it, he's remade. He's bringing something back. Uh, All right. Doo, 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 doo. Oh, yeah, The Twilight Zone. Twilight Zone, yes. Yeah, that's, that's it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I've seen all, it. All I could think of was the doo doo doo. Is that even it? Doo 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 doo. Yeah. It's, I think it, it's, not, it's not already been brought back. It's the first season that he's doing. Because I thought he might have been doing season two of it. No, nah, but I, well, I mean, it, it used to be a thing, Twilight Zone, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to the Twilight Zone. Yeah. I, can't re- I don't know whether it's been remade. It's been remade with him and this is season two coming out of it though. I might be lying. But nah, I'm, I think maybe I just heard about it a while ago. Yeah, forgot yeah, about it. Yeah. Um, yeah, that'll be good actually. I only saw that advertised a couple of days ago. Yeah, same. Yeah, I'll be buzzing for that. I yeah. like Twilight Zone as well. Jordan Peele's really good, isn't he? Yeah. 
it's it's strange, isn't it? Like, because obviously Key and Peele, comedy act. He's you, layered as well, isn't he? You don't expect someone to have this kind of dark other side to him where he's, he's an extremely good horror writer, isn't he? Yeah. And, and the side of him in Big Mouth where he's got like the voiceovers. Yeah. Mad, isn't it? He's just talented. He's, yeah, he's just all around talented. Yeah. Director, actor, voiceover actor. Absolutely insane, isn't it? I think a lot of it's down to, um, like, listen to me, like, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, bro, but maybe a lot of it's down to um, just contacts that you have in the industry as well. It'd be easier for him to write and direct a film because he might have the financial yeah, backing it, of yeah. people that trust him. And plus, he's already in Key and Peele and stuff. It's easier for him to get going. Yeah, definitely. So it's like, it's like anything. I'd love to know which one of those two puts the most in, like, has the most input into the Key and Peele shorts. Yeah, yeah, because they're funny. They, they still come out now. They yeah, still yeah. make them now. He still does them, isn't it? They just carry on. The budgets for them shorts, they're like three minutes long, but sometimes they're yeah, like yeah. high budget. Yeah. Like so the airplane good. one where they're flying all over the airplane with yeah. turbulence. Have you seen that one? I don't think so. In fact, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah I've yeah. seen that one, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. They spend a lot of money on them. Yeah, it's great. Bro, I'll tell you what else I watched at the weekend. I don't think you've watched it, but I watched Birds of Prey. Oh, yeah, I've not seen it. So good. So don't do a run-through like you just did nah, on Uncut nah. Gems. A big half-an-hour run-through. Yeah. No, that's sick, though. You should go Is and watch that. Is that actually good? Yeah. Yeah, so They've good. They've renamed it, haven't they? It's called um, Birds of Prey and the... Um, well, it's now called Harley Quinn, colon... Birds of Prey. It's not just called because it, it was just called Birds of Prey. And you know, no, it's and, called um, Birds of Prey: The Unfabulous Emancipation of Harley Quinn. Yeah, yeah but now it's changed. The, the, they had to change it to, oh, make, really? to make sure people knew what it was. Oh, so now it's like Harley Quinn. Dot dot Birds of Prey, and the. Do you know what I mean? Do you know um, there's a character in it called Cassandra? I want to say Cassandra Clay or something like that, who mm. plays who. She's like a child in it who grows up to play Batwoman or Batgirl or oh, whatever. Is it? Yeah. And that's another thing I didn't realise until after I watched it. That's cool. Do you know what it... I won't go into too much because I want you to watch it as well, but it's a it's a superhero film that doesn't focus on superheroes too much. It's more about like... It's got a couple of good scenes that are superhero-ish, but you don't need to have somebody flying around every time there's a, yeah, you don't yeah. need to have that spectacular character. Sometimes they're just normal people. And that's what I like about DC. Not everybody's, you know, in Avengers, there's not many of them that are actual standard people, standard people that have just trained themselves. Yeah. But in that, in, in DC, it's all about people, a little bit people of crazy. Grow, in it, it's like, I mean? it's like, yeah, it's like character growth. Yeah. And then on the, on the subject of Batman, obviously, Harley Quinn and stuff, Batman in it. Um, the first images of Robert Pattinson as Batman has been leaked. Yeah, I seen, yeah, yeah. I seen it. It looks uh, leaked or released. I, I thought I, they got I, it released. I, I think they probably is one of the two. Anyway, like, I, I was it probably has just been released. Um, but I see no, no, because I the pictures that I seen of him on set. They're the ones that you've seen. The ones in Glasgow. I'm not sure, but the, he's next to a bike anyway. Yeah, it wasn't him that. I've got the story here to talk about it. Oh, have you? Let's go on that then. Yeah, it wasn't him, bro. Um, it was his stunt double. Because they were in Glasgow. They went to yeah. a graveyard in, in Glasgow, like a churchyard. And he was just filming a few, like, bike scenes. Yeah, but I, I seen something, right? And it was... I seen a picture of him with <clears throat> his 
stunt double next to oh, him. Oh, really? Like the two of them together because I've not, I've only, I've, I've only seen two pictures. One with one with two because there's two people dressed as Batman. Then yeah. again, I don't know. I might be chatting shit. On this one, um, it says the man in the ba- Batman costume was a stuntman rather than the film star Robert Pattinson. Ah, uh, so yeah, you're probably right. So yeah, they 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 just got this stuntman to do a few laps of the graveyard. Have you seen the new bat suit? It looks it looks very armory like, isn't it? You know what I mean? Yeah, it does. Shoulder. Then it, like this is what I said though. DC like Batman's not a character that has any specific power. He's just trained and he's intelligent and he yeah. builds sick suits, sick sick weapons. Yeah, his suit he, looks he, decent he, on air. He's like the the Tony Stark, isn't he? Yeah, except like oh. probably. Tony Stark's nicer to be around. Yeah, yeah, he's a little darker, Batman. 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 We should have a Batman off. <laughs> Who can do the best Batman? I'm Batman. What's, um... Close bare places around Scotland as well so that he could go and do a few scenes. Oh, did they? Yeah. Can you imagine many people were bothered about that? i seen, um... i seen something today. It was in... Somewhere in America, I think I, I, I could be changing there, but I think it is somewhere in America, uh, and they were filming Matrix Four. Really? Right, and it's crazy. They've what, got it looks sick on set. Yeah, uh, I seen it on Twitter, and I'm, I'm sure if people just search it, they'll find it. It's a it's, it's a scene, right? And there's someone tweeted saying Matrix Four out here causing an actual war zone, mm. right? It's got the helicopter there, which is wet, low to the ground, but like in between loads of buildings, and then a massive explosion goes off, like huge. Something that you'd expect to be doing like uh, visual effects. Yeah, and it's not it's real. And I was like, that's insane. Like, how do you do? How do you do a controlled explosion next to loads of buildings? Oh yeah, here we go. You Setting off explosions in San Francisco. Let me turn this around so you can see it. It's actually insane. Is Keanu Reeves is in it? Yeah, Keanu Reeves is reprising his role. The guy who plays is it the agent? Not all the agents. Yeah. Yeah, he, uh, he's quit. Has he? Yeah. Why? Well, I, I say quit. He's just not coming back. Had enough. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure why. Uh, but I can't really remember any of the other Matrix films. I don't. I. I. I can't even claim to have seen them, bro. I. I. I seen them. I seen them ages ago, but. I can't really remember what happens in any of them besides being plugged in in the back of your head by Samuel Jackson and choosing a red or blue pill. Is that Samuel Jackson or that plays Morpheus? Oh, it's yeah, not, it's, not it's definitely not Samuel Jackson, <laughs> bro. Nick Fury. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not Samuel Jackson. What's no, he? what's he called now? Fish, Lawrence Fishburne, Fishburne, isn't it? Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah, he's the dad out of... Um... Oh, fucking hell. It's weird because Fishburne and uh, Fishburne, it's weird calling by the last name, isn't it? Fishburne and Wick. That sounds like a film in itself. Fishburne uh, and Wick. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a really bad candle. It's, it, Fishburne and Wick sounds like a, yeah, it does actually. It's a candle brand, actually. Yeah. Fishburne. Yeah, it sounds like um, Fishburne and Wick sounds like a detective show, like a double act. Yeah, it does. A double act, Fishburne and Wick. The Chronicles of Fishburne and Wick. Solving crimes. <laughs> uh, yeah, Lars Fishburne and John Wick. And they call it John Wick. John Wick. Oh, yeah, he's, he's not even called John Wick. It's Keanu Reeves. <laughs> Bro, you thought it was his real name. I thought he was nah. just doing a bit. Nah, I just didn't understand. Uh, it's that vodka that I had the other night. It's still coursing through my veins. Um, 
No, the Canyon and Lawrence Fishburne are both in John Wick together. That's, oh yeah, that, that's what yeah, he's going he in, for. He's in John Wick. Yeah, yeah. No way. That is Lawrence. Yeah, it is Lawrence Fishburne. <laughs> I don't trust you, bro. You're not, you're not a reliable source. No, you, I'm, you can't I'm, be trusted, bro. I'm fake news. Lawrence Fishburne. Jo- yeah, there you go, John Wick. He's there. He's there. Congratulations, bro. Oh, yeah, he's the pigeon man. Yeah, pigeon boy. Yeah, no, I remember now. <laughs> Pidgeburn. Pigeon. <laughs> checks out. Your information yeah, checks out, bro. Congrats. You're only um, you're one step closer to being a reliable source again. I'm pretty much the BuzzFeed of this of this podcast. You just say things and expect people to believe them, innit? Yeah, I just say things and hope it's true. <laughs> <laughs> Speak first, Google later. Uh, should we move on from films? Yeah. We spoke about films for time. Netflix has been mega this week. Yeah, it has. I feel like that's all I've done. Watch stuff. We have literally, that's what that's how life is, don't it? You just watch the world go by. Oh, bro, you have some news as well. I have news. Yeah. You've, um, City Eye is no oh, longer. Yeah. Your podcast, City oh, yeah. Eye, is no longer. You've moved. Yeah, yeah. so it's weird that because people that listen to the City Eye actually listen to this. Like, there's a lot of our followers that follow you. No way. <laughs> it is weird, isn't it? Where are they? <laughs> Why are they not listening? Where, where are they listened? Uh, yeah, so City Eye is no longer. Uh, when we first started this podcast, the Hammer Time podcast, yep, uh, we was in talks with the movie. You knew about it. I didn't. Yeah. I, didn't I couldn't talk about it on the podcast, but now I can. Cause it's official. We've, we uh, knew the sneaky. Yeah, I was allowed in on the secret. Yeah, you was behind the scenes news. Uh, so the City Eye, which is a podcast that I run with Lewis, um, we've emigrated from City Eye and then we've gone to City Extra which is another city account which has a massive amount of followers like they've got 60k followers 30k followers on Instagram a couple got, of your boys over there as well a couple of your contacts yeah so so you're teaming up aren't you yeah link up daddy we're uh, under a new handle new handle new podcast and City Extra podcast it's going well first, first episode's been up for just over a day yeah man I listened to it listen to it today Decent. We, we wanted to just retain what we had at the city. Yeah, that's the reason that we've gone over. Like, there's no point going over and changing. We wanted to keep how we did the podcast in the first place. Which we got a comment actually, <clears throat> which I think is the biggest compliment. And some guy said, uh, "Loves being, loved listening to the podcast." He said it sounds like two mates at a pub talking about football. That's and, and I, I, I thought that's that's the best compliment because that's what we want it to be like. Yeah, that's all. That's all we really talk about with this podcast as well it's all you want it to be just as if you're having a chat with your mate yeah you want to be sat down with your mate and and it's like it's almost like the person who's listening is in the third chair so like that chair there it's like like that's that's the listener isn't it that's how I feel when I'm listening to your pod with Lewis I mean especially because I know the two of you it's like listening to my mates but the way that you listen to a podcast should be that you feel like you're a third part in the conversation but you just can't have an input until, you know, you comment or whatever. Do you know what I mean? You've yeah, got, it's, good, it, it's good to feel involved. It's like escapism. Like, you feel like you're in a conversation that you're not because yeah. you're listening to views. And then I think a lot of people listen to podcasts and then so many people that I speak to are like, oh, I was listening to this podcast the other day and they said this. So it's almost like people are just so receptive to it. Yeah. As opposed to, like, you know, you read a story online or something, you don't really remember it you don't retain it in the same way that you retain a conversation. 
I mean, it's the same way in like audiobooks, really, isn't it? A lot of people don't want to read, but they'll happily listen to audiobooks. Yeah. Because they retain it better. So, like, I'm a big one on audiobooks. I love audiobooks. Yeah. But, yeah, I know. But yeah, I like it. I have loads of books that I've started and just not finished. Whereas an audiobook, I will finish because I think a lot, a lot of it will be time. It's time consuming reading a book, isn't it? Well, you can listen to an audio, but when you're driving, that's yeah. the big thing for me with podcasts. I'm always driving. Yeah, drive to work and back. Yeah, so I just listen to them. Yeah, yeah. I spend like a couple of hours a day just driving, so podcasts are the one. But I ain't going to have a couple of hours once I've got home to sit down and read a book. Yeah. Well, I could have, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm, you could do, but... It's not, it doesn't happen. Do. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's a big move, bro, and congratulations. Thank you. You've worked really hard and it's fucking paying off now. Like that's it, you've that, got that reach now. Yeah, that's it. The reach is massive. You were growing anyway, but it's just good to take that leap and now you've got new avenues to new people to reach and new avenues to yeah. reach the people. And I think didn't you say you posted your podcast tw- like twenty four hours ago? Yeah. And it's already reached the same numbers it's, it's, in a day su- that you were reaching. No, I surpassed it. Surpassed it in a week. I think it's possibly already got more than our most ever podcast. Madness. So, so you got new listeners and retained your old listeners as well. Yeah, which is good, which yeah. is what we wanted. And it, it, it was good to, it was almost like faking your own death because in our last podcast that we did, we said that we're going. And to see the, the kind of outrage on Twitter, to see people actually care that we're leaving was mad. It was just insane to see people yeah. think, like actually thinking that we're gone forever. I, I I retweeted a few of the comments and liked a few yeah, of the comments. Funny, and yeah. People, as soon as you set, you you put out the official statement, people were commenting like, let's go. Yeah, they were buzzing in the video. <laughs> people were adding bare gifts to the to the comments and just excited to hear it and stuff. And it's just good to know that like your hard work is being appreciated by somebody. Yeah, by, by a community of people, isn't it? Like, it's, it's crazy to think that I, because I'm going to Spain tomorrow to watch City. Yeah. I could go there and there'd be people there, like the City fans that are going go, yeah. there, that could know could me listen. in quotations because I, I always say, I always just say this to Lewis, it's weird that people could potentially be listening to me and Lewis, feel like they, because of the way the podcast is that we're just talking about, feel like they know me and Lewis, but I've never seen me and Lewis. So they yeah. could never put us in a conversation with each other. Do you know what I mean? They, It'd be good to do like a meet and greet. Yeah, it To would. see who would come and approach you. You know, like when you're in Madrid. Yeah, yeah. You should do it. I should. When we're in we, we Madrid tomorrow, I'll message and I'll put a tweet out saying anyone in Madrid want to come for a beer. Yeah, you should do. I reckon you get a few. Yeah. I do think you get a few, bro. It's like when we went to Spoons, like uh, what that guy did. Yeah. And ordered and loads people of people actually yeah. send you stuff. Yeah, it's good. It's good as well because you've got a creative output and it's just nice to know that you're not just being creative for the sake of for, to help you to please yourself you're being creative and people are receiving it yeah and it's good. people enjoy it so yeah, that's yeah. all you could wish for isn't it yeah the aim is like by next year hopefully that I can quit my job and just be doing this full time yeah it'd be a dream you're working towards it bro you're going hard putting a lot of work you've built built this shed yeah, like yeah. we said a few times it's multi-purpose now yeah, it's the home of this podcast, home of that podcast. You know what's my I've, podcast? I've always wanted to do. I was, I was thinking about this before. I've always wanted to do ju- ju- like we're talking about podcasts and stuff. Uh, one podcast that I listen to is called Serial, mm. and it's about just like all different crime cases and stuff like. Yeah, and they go through it. That'd be so cool, wouldn't it? You know what I mean? To have like to have a crime like one. a side podcast, which is just crime. Yeah, but you've got that option now. You've got every possibility is like open to you. 
because you can do you can talk whatever you want to talk about. Like we we've got a decent setup here because by the time we do our podcast, I would expect you to be like fucking hell. I've already done a podcast this week, but it's a different way for you to be creative and talk because we're so general. We can talk about anything. Yeah. But like with your podcast, you're quite stuck with football, isn't it? Yeah, you're stuck on football, and you can't really. Um, it's not like you I can really... just sit there and talk about films and stuff like we've been doing. Yeah, because not, you can't do that. You have to do it before to or after. Yeah, yeah. But with us, it's like we can sit down and we can, ch- you know, we can chat. Like today, we've not really covered many subjects other than films, but we've chatted as, you know, just two amigos. Yeah, just like chatting. But and I imagine or, that, that... Or, or if there's if we come in here with bare subjects that we want to talk about, we can just get on with it. Yeah, yeah. And and, and let everybody know what's going on. But it's good to just know that, like, you have the option to anything else that seems like a passion in your life, you can just talk about it because people always want to listen. Yeah, it's it's very fluid the way this is, like, which is what I like. Yeah, and we have spoke about football on this as well. But yeah, speak about anything. Relevant. There's yeah. no limits. That's it. It. I don't care because I got no listeners, <laughs> so I don't have to please anybody. <laughs> nah, but then one day when you get bare listeners and they go back to this, and then you're like, the clip you made. Yeah, I don't care. I don't care about my listeners. <laughs> have to release a statement. Yeah, you will, bro. We're gonna have to wrap in a minute, so because you've got to get off to the airport, you've got to drive down south to the London. London. So one last story to leave you with, because this is. We haven't had no bangers, so I'll hit you with a banger. And then we'll bugger off. Some guy was um, surfing. I think he was in Australia. He was surfing just out there on his own in the middle of, like, middle of the sea. Well, not middle of the sea, but near the coast. <laughs> randomly. Yeah. And um, it must have been Australia for this to happen, bro. Because I don't think it would happen on the coast of America or anything. A big great white shark came and um, bit his surf surfboard... Sunk its teeth into his surfboard, and he was like, he didn't know what it was at first. He was like, "Whoa, what the fuck!" And turned around and realized it was like a shark. There's a shark head on him. Yeah, <laughs> it was a shark there, and um, he said, "Like, I, I just fr- froze up and didn't know what to do." And then the first thing he thought is like, "I heard that they don't like being punched on the nose." <laughs> <laughs> this is this guy is sixty years old, bro, surfing out on his own, nobody near him. So he fucking punched it in the eye, like went for its nose, punched it in the eye, and he said like its eye was like three knuckles, the 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 width of three knuckles. Wow. He said he punched it in the eye as hard as he could, and went fuck off like that, <laughs> screamed fuck off at it. I don't I don't even know whether sharks have ears, bro. Whether they'd be able to hear, pick up like different waves in it. They don't pick yeah. up sound like that. I don't yeah. think. So he goes bam, fuck off, screams fuck off in its eye in its face. And its eye like rolled back so you could see like its eye had rolled up. I thought he had all black eyes, but he said he could see its eye had rolled (laughs) up. And then it like let go. And um, I think it like took another bite of his board and it just like sunk its teeth into his board. But it like one of its teeth, two of its teeth punched his wetsuit and another one of its teeth punched his like skin. I think it was on his leg or maybe his arm. I think it might have been his arm, you know. Yeah, it's his arm. And then fucking got off and just slapped him with it, slapped him with its dorsal fin and fucked off because he punched it in the eye. That's insane. And he lived to tell the tale and he's going to have a scar, isn't he, from yeah, like probably. a shark bite. But he was like screaming, fuck. He said like, I just kept screaming, fuck off, fuck off. 
punched it in the eye, still <laughs> screaming. And then there were two people like just paddling near the coast and they fucked off out of the water because they were like, we know it's a shark. Yeah. And then, yeah, the coast guard came and stuff. He gave a description of what it was. He was like, it was grey on top and white on the bottom. And they were like, yeah, it's great white shark. That's insane. And he survived it. Imagine Punched that. it in the fucking eye. Ain't no one, you gonna, ain't I, no one gonna believe him. I would freeze up. I'd be no dead, mate. Way am I I'd jump head first into his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Dive straight in. <laughs> Bro, Take me. How are you gonna think that fast to like, oh, what do you do? I mean, not a chance if a shark bit my surfboard. My surfboard, because I've got a surfboard. <laughs> if a shark bit my surfboard, I wouldn't be staying on it. I'd just be like, whoa, off the fucking board into the water and he'd snap me up quick. It's that's it's terrifying, that. But imagine his kids, right? They're going to go to school and be like, yes, my dad punched a shark and they go, no, he didn't. Yeah, that's it. End of conversation. <laughs> End of conversation. Okay, Billy, nice one. Yeah, yeah, this Billy thinks his dad punched a shark. Here's Billy Bullshitter again with the shark story. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, Billy Bullshit. Off yeah. you go. Could you even get in the water again after that? Middle nah. of the ocean. Would you get in the middle of the ocean anyway? What's he doing in the middle of the ocean at 60? Bro, could you, genuine question, could you do that? Swim in the middle of the ocean? If it was like coast of Australia and you know that's I'd, nah, mad shit. I'd probably have anxiety. Like, Would you? I mean, not knowing what's beneath. Yeah, I'm, I don't, I'm fine with swimming in the sea, you know what I mean? But I don't mind it. I don't mind going where it's too deep and you can't stand up and shit. But, but not to out. be that far out, you genuinely... Like, the sea is just a bottomless pit, isn't it? Like, they've, they've not even been to the bottom of the sea, have they? No. Like, they've not been they've to... not even scraped the surface with things they've discovered in the sea, you know, like animals. I know, there's so much stuff that they don't even know. Is They say that, like, because... Light can only go so far into the sea, can't it? So it just gets pitch black and they have, like... It's like, have you ever seen them fish that have the light on it? Yeah, it's, they've um, evolved that way, bro. How ridiculous is that? You know what I mean? That's like the first time I've ever seen one of them fish on Finding Nemo. I was like, that's well scary, that. It turns out it's a real thing. Do you know what I mean? It has a light on it so it can see. So it can see where it's going. It can get about. But but, but in, it, in it to make it look like... It does it as a little light to attract other fish so it can eat it. I think so, yeah. Or is it not to attract like a little like... Creepy crawly sort of thing. Yeah, probably. Little bugs and shit, whatever they are. Like little shrimp and stuff. It's crazy because there could be giant things living at the bottom of the sea. Well, there definitely is. Gotta be, aren't there? It says here, 95% of the the ocean floor and like the deep ocean has not been explored. 95%. Because we can't even go that deep without like crushing our bodies. Yeah, yeah, because we can't, can't handle it. But this is what I mean. This is what I say by it's evolved that way. That animal has not been engineered just over time a fish has developed like the genetic dna to know i'm going to need a light to survive and our bodies aren't capable of doing that of like we're never going to evolve now are we we're stuck now yeah because we're winning there's nothing that there's no threat to us because we're top of the food chain there's no need to evolve like your body you your anatomy is only going to evolve if you've got a threat in it that's yeah. that's how it works isn't it yeah yeah so we're never going to evolve now no and in, 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 i reckon in, in a thousand years be the same humans all will gone. be the same all goners all dead yeah yeah we need to evolve past um pollution yeah we need to evolve past need, aging so that we can <laughs> so that we don't need an atmosphere in it because we're going to run out of we're going to run out of space and air so yeah. If we can evolve past pollution, bro, the the possibilities are endless. 
We just need to, we need a gas mask built into our bodies. Because then, true. yeah, we don't need anything else then. But does that like cover, so in that are we saying no oxygen? So we Yeah, can, we don't need oxygen anymore. Our bodies can, t- like fish, they can take in something and get oxygen from it. Water. Yeah. Imagine we evolved into weird fish people with gills. Possible. It's possible. Gills on our necks. I wouldn't mind that. I mean, it'd be... It's, it's the same outcome for you, getting eaten by a shark either way. Yeah, straight ahead first. <laughs> See a shark. <laughs> Flop me in there. Yeah. Just eat me up, boy. No regrets. Sick. That was a sick little banger to end on, wasn't it? Yeah, it was good, that. It's, uh, gives you motivation for life, doesn't it, when you know someone's punched a shark? Yeah. I mean... Anything is possible. Yeah. Punch a shark. Punching a shark and telling it to fuck off. And it fucked off. And he might be bullshitting. He probably is bullshitting. But yeah. I'd like to believe that he isn't. Yeah, 100%. Oops. He's 100% bullshitting. But. But good on him. Yeah. He's got this far with a lie. Yeah. I mean, it was in the Daily Mail, so. You know, <laughs> so. probably not told anyone. They probably hacked his phone. <laughs> <laughs> right, bro, let's go because you're going to have to get down to London. Yeah, let's fly away. Thanks for having me again. Yes. And um, hopefully we'll do this again next week. Yes, we will. Sick. Thanks for everybody, all of yous, everybody <laughs> out there for listening to the Hamer Time Is podcast. Is anyone out there? Is anybody listening? <laughs> we could be in grave danger, bro, and all we have time is all we have time for is to post our podcast. Please send help. Yeah. And the police will just find it in like five years' time. Case closed. They put out a help signal, but uh, nobody picked it up. Yeah. We're screaming and no one's listening. Do you want to say like, would you hear a tree that fell down in the forest and no one was there? (laughs) (laughs) That's this podcast. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh no. That's an awful way to sign me off, bro. (laughs) Okay, no. Yeah, anyway, if anybody is listening, give us a follow on on all the socials at Haven Time Pod. And yeah, if you got this far, thanks for listening and we'll be back episode five next week. Mm